<laughs> Let's go. Tales from the Plantation, volume 45. We're back and we're in person. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Listen, it's crazy. We're back. We're back. But thank you guys so much. I mean, we've been we've been away for a minute. Um, but yeah, I'm still your host, Harry Tubman, still leading you all to freedom. We also have... Lizzie. And... Rachel. Cheers! <laughs> so who are you, Rachel? Introduce yourself, please. Oh, what do I say? Um, I'm Rachel. I teach. Uh, I love maths. And yeah, I'm also Tunde's wife. And we also have... It's your boy Tunde, TFTP underscore Tunde on Twitter and Instagrams. Uh, had to bring had to bring my uh, some actual intelligence onto this episode. I figured if I was going to bring uh, myself, I should probably bring wow. the smart half of our house. Oh, isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? Yeah, get me win the points. Oh, yeah, I've got man. a new Twitter. I'm TFPT underscore Nazi. There we. Wow, it's a new it's year, a it's a okay. new us. And you I can't can believe wow. it. You can follow me, but you'll probably unfollow me, but it's up to you. No, but please <laughs> no, follow her. Please, please follow, follow her because yeah, get the followers up. Um yep. yeah, guys, now nah, hopefully we'll be we'll be back a little bit more regularly. Um life has been life in, but we're here. All for Obviously good we, stuff though. All for good yeah. stuff, yeah. Like people you know We've had marriages, marriages, engagements, new homes. Yeah, so I was you many, so I was too argumentative and disruptive to get a man. But I'm here with my 14 carat ring. Boo! What? You know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> energy, energy. You know what? We're gonna do it like a Great two flex. Let's so clap for that. Clap for that. Clap for that. Yeah. Clap for that. Yeah, man. So, so we're here. Um, so, th- I guess the the first thing to get into. Um, man, I, I don't keep know. my wife's name <laughs> out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> how can he slap? That's the first thing I thought <laughs> when I thought. It. <laughs> how can she slap? How can she slap me, sir? Well, that nah. video is actually legendary. <laughs> Which yeah. one? How can she slap? How can she slap? Both of them are legendary. <laughs> Now, how can she slap is one of the most elite YouTube videos that has ever existed. It's incredible. <laughs> and I actually love it. I've watched it so many times. You, you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that we don't want to talk with you. Actually, <laughs> classic. It's so good. And it's like, what I love about it yeah, is that he then realizes in that moment what he's done. So he slaps her back straight away without thinking. And then he realizes... Yeah. Oh, he's like, wait, wait, wait. How can she slap? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the anger into the tears. Just the, how can she slap? How can she slap? How can she slap? I love the guys. I just you can't hear them properly, but it's like, how could you hit that? Yeah. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. Uh, no, nah, but that I can't lie. I was I was talking to I was talking to my wife about this, and I was like, there are some legendary, like, sort of award show moments of celebrities. And to me, it was it's legendary, but it wasn't as fu- like it wasn't fun in the same mm. way like Kanye Taylor. Yeah, Kanye, Kanye Taylor, Taylor yes. that felt fun. That was yeah. so fun. Like well, I, we, yeah. we watched it. Was it Lil Mo? Lil, Lil, Lil Mama. Yeah, with Jay Z and Leisha Keys. It's yeah. just it's just fantastic. It's just one. funny. Well, she basically just comes up on stage for like no reason and, and just like at the end just throws yeah. it with the pose at the end of the performance. It's so weird. Uh, but the Kanye one was, I love, I actually love that one. I've gone back yeah, to it multiple times. It's ones. so good. Mm. It's like, Taylor, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce <laughs> had one of the best videos of all time. 
Oh, also, and then built his face like, oh my God. And what I love is that he hands the mic back to Taylor. It's the shrug. <laughs> it's, I'm done now. It's, yeah. it's, it's the shrug. It's the shrug too. Yep. Yeah. That's I said what I said. It's <laughs> strange, man. No, I, honestly, I think that was probably the last good thing he did, in my opinion. I think that's the last good thing he did, in my opinion. Like he embarrassed a white woman on stage, and no, I felt bad for Taylor though. To be fair, no, that I was, did that too. was it I was her. Too. It was her moment. I mean, I don't think she makes great music, but it was her moment. She's, 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 she's a decent. Okay. She's a decent songwriter though. She, she Real talk, yeah. like upside, like if you listen to her, like not just her country stuff, but well, no, I don't really know. When about I think she makes great music, I think the po- the stuff that gets out there is not. When great. I say great, I mean I don't think it's music that's going to stand the test of time, but I don't think it's bad pop music. It's definitely there's, not there's bad. There's worse. There's yeah, worse. Yeah, it's pop not music. bad pop music. It's like fine pop music. It's just not. It's not Wait, like it's we are not... never ever getting back together. That is bad pop music. Okay, yeah, that is bad, that is pop, bad music. pop music. Okay, but I all, mean, first of all, well, think a, about think about the lyricism, song? please. You go talk to your friends. Talk to my friends. <laughs> talk to me, Boris. But we e- are e- never, G. ever, ever getting back together. Do you see the ever rhyme scheme? Nah, sorry. Like, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm gonna talk about a song with together in the in the title, that's better than that. When we gonna be together, never. We don't really agree with each other. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay, that's true, lyricism. True. But anyway, <laughs> we digress. Will Smith and Jada and and Chris. So let's let's break down that that whole interaction. So Tim, I, I want to get some hot takes here. Just some first thoughts. Okay. Tunde, what did you what what did you think when you saw it? So first I, impressions. I woke up at. It must have been six, six in the morning. Oh, he giving us background. <laughs> and I was like, I open my eyes. I'm so confused. Will Smith slap Chris Rock. What happened there? Oh, lad. So at my first view, I was like, this is a bit mad. Let me go get ready for work. And that was as far as it went. Right. As it's Did you watch up, it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So oh, I, okay. I saw it and then went, that's a bit mad still. Well. Well, Bill's happy to be paid. No more, no more, no more impact on my life. Well, I assume everyone else is going to look at it and move on. <laughs> I was wrong. Uh, that was that was my initial take. I'll, I'll let everyone else okay. do initial takes. First. Rachel, initial initial takes. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, I was yeah. like Will Smith of all people. I was like, nah, it can't be. And then you watch it, and it's like again, it can't be. Maybe it's all part of the comedy. And then, yeah, it just kept going on and on. It's still going on and on and on. And so, okay, People I guess it's not a joke. So, yeah. Like, yeah, to be... Do you mean, when, when you say you thought it was a... Did you think the slap was a joke or the whole thing? The whole thing. The so whole like, thing? Yeah, okay. the report of it was like, is this an actual, yeah, report on something that's actually happened? And then right. you watch it and it's like, again, is this now a joke? And then... I think it was only when he was then swearing afterwards. I was like, oh, he ain't joking. Like, yeah, this, yeah. This, this was a slap. <laughs> so, yeah. Nezzy, what was your first thoughts? My first thoughts were that I always knew Will Smith was a deeply troubled soul. Uh, so I wasn't really surprised. Deeply <laughs> troubled. Come like a therapist. <laughs> I always knew. Like Yanda kind of vibes. Like, and yeah. how did that make you feel? <laughs> no, because I, that's, that was literally my first. Like, I wasn't actually that surprised. Because I was my, I've always thought, when is Will gonna crack? Mm. To be mm. honest, and Truth. I was just like, oh, that he finally cracked. Levels have been yeah. I was just like, ages. I always have been, when is he gonna crack? Because he's just been, I can see, I could been seeing his face for ages. Just like when you watch him on interview and stuff, mm. there's something trouble behind it. There's like tr- in his, you can see it. So I was, I was like, when is he gonna crack? 
And it's funny, I actually said to mum a few months a few months ago, we were talking about Will Smith, and I was like, there's something deeply troubled about Will Smith. Um This girl and her premonitions. <laughs> no, she, she thinks she's literally. I don't think a, I don't think that I don't think a slap means that. But I just mean, in general, I thought that about Will Smith. And I just think the slap is probably... This doesn't mean that someone's deeply troubled because they slapped somebody, but I just thought it was a symptom of it's, it's been mm. other things. Yeah, mm. makes sense. So let me tell you, my first thoughts, when I first saw it was like, okay, like, this brother made a joke. Will didn't like it. Will slapped him. That just happens in life. That, you know, mm. Like, yeah. you made a joke, I don't, don't make a joke, I don't like. Slap. It wasn't a fight. It was a slap. Yeah. So I thought, keep my wife saying out your mouth. I just thought, well, I guess that's that. That's that. Yeah. Then I saw the I saw the violence. What about the children? <laughs> I saw Will Smith was protecting black women. I saw all sorts, and I said, wait, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> like, no, no. Like, but what I, what I what I really like to do here um, is I I just like to put a put a hypothetical. Mm. What if what if. Mm. Uh, it hadn't been Chris Rock. What if it had been Amy Schumer? No, no, that's not even far enough. What if mm. it was a disabled, blind, old woman <laughs> who had old their child <laughs> on their lap mm. in a wheelchair mm. in the middle of an intersection and instead of a slap, Will had actually driven them over with his car. <laughs> not so funny now, is it? Mm. <laughs> I put it to you. Oh, <laughs> I was, gosh. you know what? This, so I just saw mad stuff. So Bernadine Evaristo, right? Oh, let's I, The thing there. is, she's been problematic for a from while. day. I'm sorry. I bought, I mm. bought you her book. I just want to apologize. Also, that book's a bit confusing. I haven't finished it. Really? Well, yeah. Well, I, okay, I just want to apologize. Wait, which one? It's not bad. The girl, woman, other. Oh, oh really? Okay. But the, it's the not, thing it's is, not a bad book. I haven't just yeah. finished it yet. But her commentary was was it was actually it was insane. Mess, was <laughs> I don't know what she was going on about. She was just saying so I think she said something like the, the fifth the fifth black man to win a best actor award in however many decades, blah blah blah. And he has chosen to taint it by going to violence or something in those words. I just thought, mm. are you not exhausted like we've just we've reaching so far like what is like why is it that when one black guy does something it's, it's, it's everybody reflective on all it's of reflective yeah. of everybody okay but let's be honest we know that it is no, but, it shouldn't no, but, be but it's not mm. though no 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 no, it's, no it shouldn't be but for who though what i'm, what I'm saying is it, why is it for who for some white people yeah but who cares about them i don't care yeah, yeah it's easy to say who cares about them but the, but the reality is it is i just said it <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't care but it's not that it doesn't make any material impact on black people because it, it actually does. Okay. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Hold on. What? What? Is, as Steve Harvey would say, what impact does it make on black the way, people? The way, when I say it makes an impact on black people in the sense that... I was going to give those Negroes a chance, but now... No, no, <laughs> I'm not saying that. I just think that we... I don't think we can be ignorant to the fact that the repeat that like the stereotypes that white people have created <laughs> any way that they seek they, they're able to fulfill them in their mind they will so it doesn't mean that will will should have to worry about that when he does things like that or that really it should stop us from doing certain things i just think it's been aware that it does okay but uh, that's all i'm saying so, like, but but what but what bernadine didn't say wasn't oh white people might think this but who cares what she said was white people think this so we shouldn't do, we shouldn't police our behavior because of what white people think, which I think is two slightly different things. 
I'm not saying to anyone to police their behavior because of what white people think. Okay, but but my thing is, white people would ne- white people. I don't think. I think it's disingenuous to even suggest that white people would use this moment. Before this, there was not. I, I just can't conceive of a white person that before this thought, you know what? I don't mind those black people. Wait, what? A slap. Mm. No, even even, the, even, even a slap slap is actually that. more of a white thing they used to go Wap, I challenge you to a duel that's actually their thing it's true like Bridgerton that's vibes. their, that's their yeah, vibes it's not, a, mm. it's not a straight up fi- the thing is if it was a straight up fist but uh, can it, I ask a question though do you guys think he would have done that to a white man I, I don't know and this mm. is the thing the hypotheticals I don't think he would have done really it to a guy different. that was with a, I don't think he'd have done it to a guy that's that's smaller than that would that's bigger than him. The Rock, you okay, yeah, yeah. If The Rock did it, <laughs> no, he would have yeah, no, done the risk assessment. Fuming, bro. No, but you think, but think about this, right? Regardless of whether Chris Rock was white or black or bigger than him, smaller than him, the bigger than him probably isn't relevant to race. It would just be him going, "I'm not trying to get beat up here." But I think the race a, might have made a difference, you know. I'd, I'd what, you think if it was a white man, he wouldn't have done it? I but see, see, would, I'd, you know? see, here's, here's mm. what, here's I what I, I agree with you on that. Here's what I don't know that though. Here's what I don't know. Because like you said, this has been coming. For those people who are surprised and shocked that Will Smith has tarnished his legacy, blah, 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 they've clearly not been watching the been last attention. 5, 10, 15, 20 years of this man constantly getting corned. Whether it's, ah, uh, look at him, he's a, is he really an actor when he first moved into Fresh Prince? Oh, uh, look at this guy. He's a corny rapper. He doesn't swear in his things. He's holier than now. Um, to Red Table Talks and him moving into social media <laughs> view. And it's like... His children. His children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, he's, been he's been getting corn for years. Well, Chris, man has Chris held... Rock was irrelevant, to be honest. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. That's I, why I think Chris Rock was... I think, I think Chris Rock just... just He's like the lamb mm. that was slain for, for, for the... <laughs> he's a sacrificial. Right. He's a sacrificial. Honestly, honestly, I don't think... I think it could... Yeah. I don't no, know but I think... Sorry, sure, I can't, sure, we'll though? Though, So, Chris Rock has had history with, with Jada, Jada like, and mocking her since the 90s. <laughs> he for I no didn't realise that, you know. I didn't realise that. No, I've been making sly yeah. ones. However, however, I do feel like at the moment where it's been, let's say there had been another... You know, part of the problem is that there aren't many other comedians who have been consistently on his case mm. and on Jada's case as long as Chris Rock has been. And, and you know, there, there are some I'm people. Sorry, it's not funny. There are some people. It no, is funny. funny. It, it is funny. funny. <laughs> there there are some people. Funny. There are some people in your that. life. Like I know, I'm a pacifist. Like I'm not really going to try to start beef. I like my face. I like my um, job. But there's some people I can think of that if they just push the button on the wrong day at the wrong time, I'd, I'd probably be like, you know what? Let me risk it. No, no, but, no. But here's the thing. This is the thing, though. What people have to start understand also, he's actually at work. Yeah. This is this is like being at work at a work award. <laughs> 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 Someone said something bad, and you just pop off. Like it's actually he's actually at work, and so that's why I'm saying all these people that are saying, "Yeah, that's the energy we need." That's what ignore black men ignore those people because my friend, if you're at work and you start moving like that, you're fired. Mm. And then what? You would have defended the black woman, and you would leave that black woman with no house. Okay, but question <laughs> then. Same work scenario. God, you're in a meeting. It's a team meeting, right? <laughs> it's you and all of your fellow colleagues and you're just doing a review. It's an annual review of the firm's performance <laughs> of the year. That is what the Oscars are for film and movie stars, <laughs> right? And man stands up there's like, right? So we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about revenue. 
Uh, before we go, Will, your wife is a nappy-headed uh, bald woman. <laughs> <laughs> carrying on, carrying on to sales. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's, that was a nice one. Of course it was. And yeah, I get it. I wouldn't have personally slapped him. But uh, I hear it though. But uh, yeah, at yeah. the same time, I hear that to me. I hear to me, it's not the way I would have responded. But well, I, I hear it. it. Like it's just like, bro, he made it mm. off. Comedians who, who do those kind of jokes, you're not a protected species. At some point, someone Someone's might get mad yeah. and do you something. Correct. Just, I just thought it's as simple as that. I want to go back to, like, in terms of the race. I also think that <laughs> there is that aspect. Um, yeah, there's that aspect there as well. In terms of, sorry, I got distracted by the thing. Um, but yeah, in terms of the fact that you know, I think we have less leniency or less like grace for people who should understand. And um, like, if it was maybe a white comedian, we can say, okay, maybe they don't understand the gravity of like alopecia and all of the black history in terms of hair and mm. things like that. Mm. However, it's like Chris Rock. Um, someone pointed out he actually has a documentary on hair as well. Good hair. And yeah. yeah, so it's like, you know, the gravity of that joke that you've made and you know that it's not just surface level and should you know better. So maybe from that angle, that could be where Will was like, you should have known better. A plus... I shouldn't say issues. Plus the history that they've had, the turbulent mm. history they've had recently in terms of their relationship. And combine the two together, I think that was just the perfect storm for what happened. True. Mm. But th- so but this is this is I'm gonna say this is a cancelable statement. You you can cancel me. But I'm sorry, black women are not above being joked about in a bad way. They're just not. But they can respond that they don't like it. Correct. The reason the reason I'm saying mm. that is just because it's just it's just ha- like with comedy, it's not that people can joke about anything they want. They just have to be prepared for the reaction. So I understand when people are like, black women shouldn't be joked about. Blah, blah. It's like, no, anyone, anyone can be joked about whether they should in a certain way, you know, like it's tricky. They're not a protected species. So if a black woman wants to just pop someone, a, a comedian says something a bit off key, like you nappy headed hoe, and a black woman pops up on stage and just pops him. I say, fair dues. That's you good. made the joke. The they popped you. The game's yeah, the game. the game is the game. I, but I do think, um, so especially in regards to Chris Rock and black women and black women's hair, Chris Rock has a history of like mocking black women when it comes to their hair, which is part of the reason. Most comedians do though. And that's, yeah, that's a and, bad and thing. That's a bad thing. Most comedians do. And most black men in comedy, a lot of them make their jokes off the back, particularly off dark skinned black women, either dressing up as a, like a older, often an older, or just like a quote unquote, hood black woman and mm. making their comedy off that even some of our uk comedians like they do the same thing like most of the comedian is like Cavani's mum and that kind of stuff there's a there's a there's a long i'm gonna say it there's a long history of black men doing this so what what so chris rock chris rock um is not like this is not his first offense when it comes to talking about black women or talking yeah. about black women's mm-hmm. hair it's just it's just not so in a way, that slap has been coming for a, for a long time from many different people. I don't condone it. <laughs> a community slap. But it's a community slap. The, the ancestors. It's like a community slap. And I feel like, I, I don't think it's right. I don't think we should ever respond. So We're in terms right. of protecting black women, I don't I don't think that Will was protecting black women. I, I feel like a that's reach. a bit, for, a bit for me, I think that's a bit of a reach, personally. I think that Will, you could, you could say that Will was protecting Jada, but... I think we'd have to ask Jada what she sees as the protection before we say that. I know what mm, I would see as protection Tupac in that moment. Tupac would have shot him. But I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, people get saying that. I feel like 
it once Jada says what she saw as protection, if for her that was protection, then, then yes, that's what she wanted. That's how she felt protected in that moment. Then fair enough, that's how he was protecting her. For me, for me, Nazita, you don't know my last name. If we are ever at your place of work and someone says something about me, you do not need to pop off and hit anybody. What we need to do is keep this job and go to HR, HR. and get this person fired. Get the compensation that's money. Get the compensation money. That's protection. That's what protection for me. That's protection is <laughs> okay, like for, for this particular black woman. <laughs> I was about to say, why would you go to HR? But the compensation money bit now makes sense. Yeah, so but, yeah, like, yeah, but okay. like, you know what I mean? Like, I, Distress. Oh, to get that person, <laughs> you know, fired. But that's what protection looks like for me. I feel like if protection for Jada looks like um, him being resigning from the academy and what the world and slapping, then that's her. Can I just go back mm. to what you said about Moda Comedian and Cavani, right? So Cavani's mum. So mm. he does make a joke about that. Like Cavani's mum is a whole series of jokes. Mm. But then Roadman is a whole series of jokes. Mm-hmm. And Cavani is a whole series of jokes. So which one of them shouldn't be joked to? Like, I'm are, not, are we I, saying I'm that black saying, women are protected I'm speeches that can't be joked I'm not about? saying specifically that any of them shouldn't be joked about. But for me, it's just always distasteful when black men, especially aren't in relationships with black women, have a whole particular character based off of black women. It's just, it's just smelly to me. So <laughs> that's my thing. No, no, that's just my personal opinion. No, I hear I, it. I, I, I hear it. You should, like, be part, I, you should be part of, you should be like me, part of it. There's some jokes for me that are inside jokes. And for me, they come off differently when you are in the community in the sense that you are in... I don't know who Modicus is, but say he's with a white woman. Yeah, he goes home he and they're just, they just busting up about, about Cavani's mum in bed. But, no, but he oh is. But we know that he's in a relationship with a white woman because it was all over social media. And that's fine. I'm just saying, for me as a black woman, it, it hits differently when a black man who isn't in a relationship with a black woman has a whole series of jokes based on black women. Oh For me, God, it just hits differently. Cavani, and I don't, I'm not, say, I'm not saying that Mo the Queenie is necessarily wrong. I'm just saying how I feel. So yeah, that, that's, yeah, not, that's yeah. not me saying Mo the Queenie is wrong for that, but I'm saying for me that it doesn't feel right. In the same way that actually, if I had a, if I, there was a black woman comedian who was making a whole series of jokes about black men that came across as derogatory mm. and her whole relationship history was white men. To me, that would also smell a bit funny to me. Like, I just don't like that. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and it, for me, it comes back to comedy being a subjective thing. It's very subjective. And we were talking about it last night, the, the fact that it's, it's difficult for any comedy to not offend someone. There are people who are super sensitive about everything. There are people who mm. feel like a joke is distasteful because their sensibilities don't allow for it. There are... There are some that are kind of cute, like cumulative society go, uh, yeah, no, that's not funny. Um, but a lot of comedy is in in its essence, subjective and potentially offensive. And that's why I agree with you, Harry, right? It's, for me, I do not, I'm not angry at Chris for what he said. I said, you have freedom of speech, go for it. However, you said it, and Will had a reaction. Will, oh, Will Smith, I'm not angry for how you responded. You have freedom of reaction. However, you now know that you're going to have the next several months and years of your life filled with corn, memes, this, gifts, this, just, reaction videos, just it worse for canceled himself. projects. And now he's going to have to go around slapping everybody at every award show. Is that what he's going to do? He can't go around slapping everybody. Wait, Rachel, what are you going to say? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Go, no, go in, go in, go in. <laughs> go deep. I'm a bit like, you know what, how he reacted. 
I don't see it as right or wrong. It's wherever it is. Yeah. He's going to have his own consequences mm. or whatever. Um, I think the part that I'm more annoyed at is how ev- is the fact that everyone's forcing it to be either right or wrong. Yeah. I agree. And that's yeah. what is not said. And well, yeah, it's like, it just doesn't have to be a thing. But yeah, we're, yeah. And also, that I'm with Rachel and that everyone's one. quick to take, um, I said this on in the, the kind of the day after it happened. Everyone on social media felt so quick to take a side mm. of either Chris mm. Rock or Will. Which I just found very strange, and also well, they like, should be on the Lord's side, isn't it? Should be on the Lord's <laughs> side, <laughs> exactly. But also just like, yeah, to, to, to like for Will or Chris, which I found strange, and also just like everyone's making a think piece, and also like nobody sits with a thing for more than two hours before they've already generated such a strong yeah. opinion on it. No, I'm like, five minutes. Like five two as minutes. Soon as it happens. People were writing these long threads on Twitter, and I actually. Even the things that I've said, I have a bunch of actually very different conflicting emotions about this whole thing. I don't think I could put all my thoughts into one category and say, as as um, Rachel said, that Chris is like what Chris was wrong for his. I, I don't even I don't even know if Chris knew that Jada had alopecia. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Lot, he might know. Yeah, people saying, yeah, he definitely knew he might because have. he must. Oh, bro, I only found I found out when he made the joke. Yeah, yeah some people And also, like, I don't even I don't know the, the history behind Chris and Jada. If there is a history mm. of him being. I've heard that he tried to approach Jada and she turned him down and there's all that lots, kind of stuff. Lots of assumptions. There's so many things that I just don't know about the situation. Yeah. Um, but I also think that what even though the whole conversation is about protect black women, I feel like Jada hasn't really said anything. Yeah. What's Jada funny is, actually, is I've actually the watched the video this. where someone's kind of said stuff for her. Like, yeah. To the point where it's like, yeah, Jada's a master manipulator. That was the words that were used. And Jada, how, like, with a single look, she was able to manipulate her husband oh, to be able to do all of these <laughs> things. And then just went into, yeah, and in a relationship, there's always a master manipulator. So you need to look inwards and see who it is. And you can be free from being a manipulator. And it was just like, what on earth is going on? From a, from a slap. So, yeah. <laughs> One yeah. common slap that happens everywhere in life. Yeah. That's People get slapped all, all the, the time, time bro. Yeah, right. If you've been and in South London for any time, you've seen someone who gets slapped on the bus for, for less. I saw people get happy yeah. slapped. I don't need to go deep into it. <laughs> but nothing. I just got happy just slapped, bro. Just it's just life. Around. People get slapped and you move on. Now you, th- now, you think you were happy slapped, but what you didn't realise is the teacher at the front of the bus was actually the master manipulator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Willing the black men to slap. I heard, and also, that's the other, can we talk about that as well, that how I've heard so many black men on social media and not just black you men. You say black men or black, black men, men, but actually yeah. lots of men in general, mm. but I think particular, particularly more black men. Talk about Jada being a witch. Talk about Jada being... Um, wait, and Wait, do you mean, when you say a witch, you don't mean no, like I've in a serious... Literally no, when had, you say witch, you don't mean in a serious witch. No, I don't think like as in like oh, just like as spells, a, yeah, okay. but I mean mm. like, well, maybe some of them do. But as in like, that she's like such a, she's such a, like an awful person. I don't think... <laughs> That's the one time she ain't even do nothing. To be honest, <laughs> I don't think she... No, but I think that what they're saying is her, her, de- like her, the fact that she emasculated Will for so long, like prompted him to feel that he needs to slap someone to get his manhood back. <sighs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, but there's also kind of like, right. you can't, you can't in that moment shift all the blame on... I'm not going to lie. I think their relationship is weird. I also think Jade is a bit... She's I, off key. She's but. not somebody I would date, but... That's not. Well, yeah. I'm not in the relationship. I, I, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's their relationship. I don't think then you can don't blame her for Will's actions. Like he did what he wanted to do. Like in that moment, let the man right. live. Let, mm. Like she didn't sit there and she didn't turn to him and go, "If you don't slap that man, I'm gonna slap you." Yeah, and yeah, he's a grown no, man. She just, if, you, so, yeah. if you don't slap that man, I will be seeing August. Today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there will be another entanglement. You know what I'm saying? It's about to be summer again. <laughs> 
Oh man, I d- yeah, I just think everyone just sometimes you just take a chill pill and just think, you know what? Sometimes it's actually just what it is, yeah. face value. Like someone made a joke that someone said they didn't like and they got slapped. So to go back to what I said before about uh, when you were making a point about comedy and um, like comedy being subjective and offensive, like sometimes some comedy isn't really offensive. Like some comedy is just like, there's this guy that does this, uh, Ali Sadiq, he does this bit called Mexicans Got On Boots. And it's just, it's just a, it's just a, a true story about prison. And I'm just saying there's some comedy which is just like very, like you can't, it's not really offensive. It's just. That doesn't mean that there won't be someone who might. No, no, yeah, there might be someone who's been, but I can understand as a black, not as a black, but if you're a black woman, why you'd be like, ah, I'm sick of, I'm just sick of comedians that making jokes about black women. And that's, that's totally fine for you. That's totally fine for you to feel. It's, Mm. it's like, it's their right. They can make the jokes. You can also, I don't know, not like, not like them petition for them not to be on TV, all these kind of things. I actually think that's I all, think I actually just, think that's all fair game. Yeah, because and it's just, just platform. I feel like, um, all, it's, it's the same thing with all these podcasts um, with black women talking trash about black women. Just, I, I don't listen to them. Yeah. yeah. But I don't also, to them. Adds, I, don't, I don't click on, I don't give Kevin Samuels clicks. I just don't do it. Yeah, but like I'd also add as well, like I think part of the issue sometimes too is I'm also sick and tired of like jokes about black women sometimes I'm just like okay but if you know what the material is then at least you get to choose to opt out of it so for example Mm. going to watch Book of Mormon I already knew that was going to be quite offensive like to (laughs) Christy but I knew knew what I was going going to go and see so it's like I can't sit there and be offended however sometimes when it does come like yeah like you just don't see it coming it's like okay well it's not fair that we have to yeah and you have to always be on guard like okay Mm. there could be material here that you know we're going to be offended by but you know i have to firm it because yeah like i'm trying not to be sensitive and i think that's also another issue that comes up in situations like these as well Mm. yeah i actually feel sorry for chris rock you know why because if i was gonna get slapped i bet like the whole house better be laughing Everybody better be laughing yeah, at my joke. Like it has to be ever. like the best joke I've like, ever made. Yeah. It was just, it was a dry joke. Yeah. Yeah. You got slapped for a joke that wasn't even that funny. I would be fuming. <laughs> but the thing is with Chris Rock, and that's the one thing I will say as well, Chris Rock generally had it coming. Just because that video where he allowed white people around him to say the N-word, I said, cool. That's what I said. It's a community mm. slap. The, your time has come. It was, Will, it was Will Smith who delivered. I don't know yeah. why at that time. And but it's not I said, right. I said, cool. It's, I'm not saying it's right if anyone to ever assault anybody but mm. I mean um, no I think it's right sometimes people to assault like no but it, for me assault doesn't mean self-defense so I'm okay, saying if someone if someone obviously if hits you then hits uh, you know, no whatever. not even still I remember when someone punched that the, they punched Richard Spencer that's fine oh yeah and also that do you remember that um, <laughs> that story that's about fine. that black guy in um, America who worked in like Chuck E. Cheese or something and some old white guy came in and said the n-word and yes and he, and, he's... and he died Oh. What? I didn't realize. Yeah, he, wait, he oh, wow. Okay. Wait, is it that vi- that same video? No, not, I don't think it's a video. He basically oh. his story like he worked in, and this guy called him in the N word and he just went bap and the guy was like seventy something and it was just he was just too frail for the punch and it was he his died. Time. It was his time. It was time. I can't lie. It's his time. time. And I, it's just like you well, know we, we 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 spent a lot of time talking about Will and Chris, but really and truly we need to focus on the solid rock. Through whom? And we need to get God's to know his will. That's where we need to get to. It's been a week, people. Move right. on. Move hey, on man, from it. Nah. Moving on. Yeah, moving on, moving on. Um I guess another will to talk about um <laughs> is a balding one. 
who went to uh, the 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 Caribbean, doing his little tour with his his little wife, Will and Watson. Little, little, little wife, wow. <laughs> Listen, you, I, you and your little friends. <laughs> yeah, your little little friends, your little jab. No, I I really am proud of the Jamaicans who protested. The Rastas, more power to you guys. Like, thank you guys for protesting this this nonsense. At a time like this, mm. they actually thought it was a good idea to roll the red carpet. And you know, you know what's what's mad? You know, whenever the royals go anywhere, it costs a lot of money for those yeah. countries because like they don't the just have security, things. Everything's just not yeah. ready. You have to get everything ready for these yeah. people. So it's like you actually have to do loads and loads of of pre-work, basically. Yeah. So you you spent they've already spent loads of money and they're running around they're like walking uh, driving around in their little Jeep and all the natives are waving to Oh my god, it's just so it's sickening. I can't stand the royal family. Um but Will and Kate are the just uh, the worst and that dumb comb over as well. What did you guys think of um their little jaunt down to the, the Caribbean and his apology, or was it apology? Or his, it wasn't an apology because it was deep. He expressed deep sorrow or something mm. like that. Which is I don't do that. Don't, mm. don't, don't do something. If someone comes does something to me and then says they express deep sorrow, are you sorry? It's the classic of uh, like avoidance tactic. It's, it's an like, avoidance apology. I'm it's deeply apology. sorrowful for what's happened, which basically means... It's basically oh, like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry you feel bad. No, are you sorry for what you did? Well, actually, apparently now... Um, Apparently, there's according to a source, Prince William and Kate Middleton are overwhelmed with remorse following their Caribbean tour. What? <laughs> Apparently, I, I strongly doubt that. They said that the being there during the protest was a real eye opener, and they're now thinking about how to strengthen their relationships with other Commonwealth nations. How do you? I'm like, how do you guys not get what the issue is here? Like, it's you. And I, I saw someone on Twitter. This this white woman was like. Have you not, haven't you realized like an apology won't be enough? Like we got rid of slavery 200 years ago and apology is not going to be enough. Whining. And they're still, and I'm like, you're right. <laughs> you're exactly right. An apology is not enough. Just run the money. That's it. Run the mm. Honestly, I don't, I could care less about an apology. If Kate, if Kate and Will never said a lick of sorry in their life, but they turned up with their 150, 500 million. I don't care. 500 million. Well, I mean, I'm assuming, I think the Queen's worth about 500 million. At, at, at this point, really and truly, I think the only thing that is left to do after the um, after the, the money to come back in, right, is for Lizzie on her deathbed, whenever that may be, to just... Soon. Any Any last words, Your Majesty? Well, one's waited their entire life to say this. But I'm so glad we kept the black ones for so long. <laughs> I just wanted to come out. Give us, give us the real. Give us the real so that we can Literally, finally be like... Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just off them. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Well done. Because I know she's held it. I know she's held that, that vibe for so long. Um, but that, that tour was disastrous. I mean, starting with Belize being like, no, nah, yeah, just don't come. Yeah, Belize was just like, no. No, I just... <laughs> love it. Like, love it. Like, no. And then Andrew... Is it Holcomb? The Holness. Prime, Andrew Holness. Holness. Andrew Holness being like... We're moving forward, fam. Um, let's, yeah, go forward to opportunity. Yeah. All right, before you sit down, I just want to let you know that this is the last time you'll be visiting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too comfortable. It's <laughs> like, fantastic. That's, that's exactly how you do it. Take the picture, smile, get them while they're smiling. 
and be like, all right, um, yeah, we're not going to invite you back. Um, <laughs> but we do have roti at the back. So, so full up the plate. roti, you know. You mean ackee and sardfish. But anyway. No, nah, not, yeah, not for the royals. Do you think they're going to eat that? Yeah. At least ro- the roti is a bit spicy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? All pa- pa- pancake? Do <laughs> <laughs> you have pancakes back there? No, man. I, I just, what I find really annoying is um, that so much of the focus with Kate Middleton is on her clothes and like how she looks. And I find it really, it's like this distracting thing that they do. They always talk about like, how Kate looks amazing, Kate's outfit, and she bought this dress from Reese that's only 150 pounds, so we can all buy it too. And it's just like, <laughs> it just feels so um, surreal. Like, are we actually realizing what's actually going on here? Like, the royal family literally have money that was from, I think, probably some of the compensation that we paid to slave owners. I'm sure the royal yeah, family. Yeah, they've got yeah. some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, how can you be that rude to just go, <laughs> go back to that country and walk around and have all these little black children like running after you? It's just so weird. And the matter is that everybody like we pay for this mm. like i feel like people just this is why i'm just like our country is just so i i honestly i can't describe how much i can't stand this country but we're just so subservient like we pay for them to go over there yeah. like yeah. i'm just reading the headline where it's like they're 35,000 pound kate's 35,000 pound caribbean wardrobe and i'm like Wait, so we we the taxpayer are paying out thirty five thousand pounds plus the Jamaicans are pay and whoever is whoever is on that mm. tour is paying for them to come and visit and to organize and sort because they're not paying their own way they don't we pay for it mm. so it's just like in, and especially in a time where the cost of living and like yeah. the world is going so crazy you actually thought with everything going on it's oh this is a great I'll just go to the I'll yeah. I'll go for a little jaunt in Jamaica I mean, yeah but think about it think about it Harry right we need to be considerate. Right. right, it is the Queen's Jubilee. What else were they going to? What do else were they going to do? It's true. Spend millions and millions of our money. I mean, they really wanted to support Caribbean people. Do you know what they could have done? What? They could have done some kind of law to make sure that Caribbean takeaways in this country are always fully stocked. Absolutely, bellas. And it's always the good home. ones that don't have oh anything. Oh my god, yeah. we're not of that. I just can't. No, I, no. I, I, I feel like that would that be gentrification of Jamaican shops. Yes, yeah, I don't want them to keep them authentic, man. <laughs> I, yeah. I want, I want keep to go in, stock. and I want rudeness. <laughs> I want minimal stock. Can I just, can I just say though, one, one place which is killing is the Dutchie. I don't know if you guys have ever tasted Ooh, it. The Dutchie. That is my strong recommendation. Go to the Dutchie. In, there's one in Camberwell. There's one in um, Brixton. I'm um, not Brixton in um, oh, okay. Croydon. The food is oh, out of this world. It's actually beautiful, and the, actually the the service is it's all right. It's not terrible, but it's also not like fantastic. Which is just kind of where you want. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. that's, that's what you want it to be. Like place. you don't want to be personally offended. <laughs> if the service is too good. I, good, I get suspicious that a white person owns the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, Total who bro. owns this? I, I sometimes I'm asking, I'm like, who owns this? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, no, nah, I mean, there's not really much to be said about. About Will and Kate, really, it's just yeah. don't it just come back. And I, I hope no yeah. come back. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm I'm looking forward to what this might mean for the rest of the world because, like, the the Commonwealth is still a concept, and I think it's about time that the other nations had that opportunity. Like people compared it to Brexit. I think that is exactly the right parallel, right? Yeah, yeah we should all have a referendum. Do we want them there? Sovereignty. Do we want them? Yeah, yeah mm. give 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 people. You no know, sovereignty. 
because that's what give it us is, our like. country back. How can you how can you talk about being upset that a voluntary union was over like was you know they were they're overriding our laws they're stripping our NHS they're costing us too much. However. We would like to keep this non-voluntary union that was set up as a result of all the different places we colonised. I think it is voluntary, actually, now. The Commonwealth? Yeah. Well, can you volunteer to not do yeah, it anymore, not, please? <laughs> is it? I think, I think, but oh, I think, when it first, I think you mm. get certain benefits, like you're supposed to with like trade and stuff. I don't know if they're really... And that's that. the joke mm. thing, isn't it? They kind of want to keep you subservient and then hand you little benefits for doing so. Yeah. But... As they say with Brexit, we need to make our own way, even if it's going to make us poorer. <laughs> we need to be sovereign. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that, um, to on a, a more serious note, let's talk about probably one of the most on difficult. A more serious note. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, to talk about one of like the one of the, I guess, biggest things that have been happening recently has been a really big struggle. Um, one of the biggest wars. It's just it's going crazy. Like Israel Palestine. no i mean so to be to be real what what's what's gone on with this ukraine thing this i could actually get cancelled for because i think what's what's gone on is actually the arc of of sympathy sympathy for ukraine has been quite mad i'm not gonna lie Mm. Um, the arc of sympathy has been mad no i've 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 been capped at 40 (laughs) percent No, let me okay. So, for all the white people that are now sitting there with their mouths open, let me explain to you lot why my sympathy is capped at 40%. Because when you looked at the way that black people, I mean, I didn't even need to know that black people were going to be treated like like that, how they were when they were in the country and trying to get out and the way people were towards them. Because I know how those Eastern European countries stay. It's, not even, it's, 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 it's a honest. known white fact. People are, you, if, if there's anything people can say about white people that I would defend you guys on is consistency. Mm. White people, you guys are. Consistent. <laughs> consistent with your racism. Across places. So was, and across all country boundaries. So there was no way there was going to be any kind of conflict and there wasn't going to be a hierarchy of, of empathy for suffering. There, it mm. always is the case. I just didn't think people were going to be so obvious about it. And say things on the news that was so obvious. And the reason, yeah, the- you know what? Let me. So this is what this is what I put on my my fair and balanced fence hat, right? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I understand. You getting chafing from that fence scene? I don't actually. I've got a cushion. Got a cushion. <laughs> um, I understand why it's easier for white people to empathise with other white people, right? There's, I hear that. There's a closeness. I get that. Is that? There is a closeness. No, is there? But so I think that's part of the problem. You didn't, see, you didn't see how they opened their homes? No, but I'm saying like, that's, <laughs> but that's, the, that's the myth of construction of whiteness because a lot of these Europe, they are actually no, have no, cultural no, 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 commonalities in no, the same way that even... No, no, no. So I, 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 I agree, I agree with that because it's very, it's very... When you break it down, right, those same people that they are now empathising with are also the people who were villainised when it came to the Brexit debate mm-hmm. just six years ago. Yeah. Right? So I, I get... That there is a there's a there's a definite cognitive dissonance going on, but it's easier for them to relate to white people, blue eyed, blonde hair, all of that language that's been used. Yeah, absolutely. When they're talking about disbelief at war and strife mm-hmm. happening there, where I think it's really important to now examine. So coming on the other side, I think it's 
this is an opportunity and it's not being taken by those same white people to actually examine their responses because I get there is a trauma in it, but recognize the difference between how you are treating this and the conversation around it with how we talk about um, violence in uh, sub-Saharan Africa, violence in the Middle East, violence in uh, South America, for example, right? For the people who don't look like you, why is it that your reaction is so different? Why is it that you're finding those excuses? Because really and truly, if we wanted to do the same thing, if I was on the flip side and we wanted to be in an African country describing the, the conflict out there, I can easily go, well, to be honest, once again, what you see is NATO overstretching its, its, uh, its borders, overstretching its limits, Russia as another overzealous power. Right, what we have is two tyrannical uh, leaderships here <laughs> trying to do the same thing. And it's a shame. It's a shame that the ordinary people are suffering. <laughs> but we really have to ask ourselves, what, does, what is best for Ukraine? Maybe, maybe it's best for them to be overtaken by the power that is Russia. Maybe. But we're going to host a uh, late night comedy special for Ukrainians in need. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you just call the number at the bottom of the screen, every 10 pence will be donated to Ukrainian war efforts. The other and, nine will go in marketing. And, <laughs> yeah. and here's, Chris, here's Chris Rock. <laughs> like it, yeah, I think, I think there's a learning Keep moment Somalia's that's missing. name out your... <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a learning moment that's being missed here. Because it, it, it is... I don't think it's been missed. I think it's been intentionally driven around. So, yeah, it's not. It's not missed. It's not. They didn't miss a turning. They just drove past it. <laughs> they they were navving to a different they, place. They, they, it wasn't a miss. I feel like miss makes it sound like there was an option. They could have taken it. No, it was intentionally. They didn't want to, and that's okay because I don't expect better. Rachel gone. But yeah, I'm just wondering: could it just be coming from a selfish point of view altogether? In terms of. In yeah, I think it's that whole power thing. Do we care? Does the media care more about what's going on in Ukraine simply on the basis of it's going to affect us more personally and we might have to get involved and blah blah blah? Um, yeah, from mm -hmm. yeah, then compared to like all the other places that have issues as well, and um, yeah, no, I think a lot of the empathy as well, it's a lot easier to be empathetic when it's basically being shoved in your face. The amount of like mm, headlines that right. I've been seeing, it's pictures of the kids at the borders and stuff like that. Whereas I think I had to search out that video of the black people at the border trying to get past mm. and that issue. Mm. Like, it took a lot of searching for it. You have to be intentional about it. Um, same thing, like the way I've seen headlines being twisted. There was one day that I woke up and it was like... Um, a nuclear plant in Kent that could be targeted if Russia decide to go mm. for it and they might take control. The first thing I did was panic because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in Kent, my family, blah, 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 mm. this and that. Because by location, until you get to the end of the article and it's like, yeah, the nuclear plant that is in question isn't even active or anything and nothing's going to take mad it. hypotheticals. Yeah, and it just made me think. Could stab you like, We are reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> We're reasoning, like, we actually sit down, we reason, we look through things. What happens if you're not? And I think mm -hmm. a lot of, again, it's that whole racism, part of it is ignorance. And it's like, it just goes to show on a larger level, it's just general ignorance anyway that is the problem as opposed to, yeah, 
and being controlled by people who aren't ignorant. But I think that's another conversation. No, I I think that that is it. Like the the way my the way companies are just going falling over themselves to be like, I don't want nothing to do with Russia. People were trying to change flipping the key the Kiev Kiev's I mean, changes changing the names. <laughs> and I said, Do you know do you know this term virtual virtue signal? Yeah. I hate it. But in that sense, yeah. I said, you know what? You're right. Because this is insanity. And and now uh, the Russian hatred for Russians is 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 at an all time high in this country. People just oh, like, really? and I'm just yeah. like, bro, like, what like, do you not get? Like, if Putin had decided this is what I'm on, how can you blame every single Russian for that? Everywhere. That's in, that's yeah. that's literally insanity. Like, what what is going on? It, like, the media has been so powerful in literally turning all this sentiment against, and as if Putin is like the worst person who's ever lived. I'm like, bro. For me personally, I don't see Putin as different to Boris Johnson as different to Joe Biden. I don't see they're just they're, yeah. just, mm. they're all white mm. supremacists they're to all me. They're presiding over different empires. Yeah. In, yeah, in a way, essentially. And I'm not saying that Putin isn't more unhinged. Yeah, because I think he's definitely <laughs> he's more, more unhinged, unhinged for sure. But honestly, Donald Trump and Putin were <laughs> yeah, they were equally, equally, yeah. Un- equally mad. It just, I just, it just happened that Donald Trump didn't start a war. But I also but think that that Putin happened, like. I think Putin's a bit, I think Putin's madder. Like, I think Donald Trump talked a, a big game, but I don't think, deep down, I don't think he wanted smoke he's, like that. No, he's Whereas yeah, Putin, yeah. deep down. Is, no, because Donald, Trump's a cow- Donald Trump said coward. that he had bone spurs that he didn't have to go to fight. Yeah. Like, he's not trying to fight anybody's Whereas world. Putin, yeah. deep down, he's, he's, he's on crime. He's yeah. making TikToks in the midst of all of this. <laughs> he's making <laughs> TikToks. <laughs> he's absolutely mad. <laughs> like, he really but, doesn't and, care. But here's the thing. I don't know if you guys... Uh, see, I'm, this is another thing I'm going to get cancelled for. But I know if you read some of the statement that Putin made before he invaded, some of it was, bare of it was waffle just about like historic problems and whatnot. But there was some stuff he said about Iraq and Libya and what the Western governments, I was like, boy, this man's spitting. That's, <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. I said, what? But that's the thing. None of them are 100% right. I'm not, and Putin's probably is more, I mean, obviously in the terms of sense of the Ukrainian people, the Ukrainian people are in this complete innocence in this. Yeah. And the Ukrainian government from what i know complete innocence in this from what i understand the situation but i'm saying like the west aren't then they're not like yeah it is about control as well and part of the reason they're so invested in ukraine is because it's almost like a a border between them and russia yeah Yeah. so if if russia has more control of ukraine he's um russia's one step closer to the rest of europe and that's a that's a that's a problem the Mm. thing the thing that i don't understand is because all of that really hinges on the way that we look at the map if we are being sensible people, when you curve the map back round, Russia and America like are next door neighbours. Tiptoe, tiptoe <laughs> each other. They are literally... Down the road. It's, it's just flip the map the other way around. Russia is next to USA and Canada. So you don't need to be worrying about it. And the thing, the thing for me, like you said, is this whole... The media narrative of everything has to be black or white. You either have good guys mm-hmm. or bad guys. And Putin absolutely don't agree with 95% of what he says. But like you said, there are some points he made about the hypocrisy of how the Western media represents, reports on, and actually treats the other, um, uh, what's it called, conflicts across the world. But equally, the points he's made about the this conflict in Ukraine having given rise to some neo-Nazi factions in Ukraine to kind of step up and use it as an opportunity to to recruit, gain power in, in Ukraine. That is also, also true, true, right? 
we we have it, it is a big part of the problem with how we do history in the West. This idea of there are the good people and the, the bad guys, people. The bad yeah. Yeah. It's our whole superhero. It's even in Complex. our even in our Hollywood. We love us. Uh, yeah, a, a, a battle between good and evil movie. We, there's always a hero. There's always a villain. Yeah. And life isn't life like isn't that. off isn't always like that. Like there yeah. are heroes and there are villains and there are definitely aggressors. But actually, sometimes things are more complex yes. than, yeah. um, than we want to think, especially when it comes to, t- to two major, two, two countries or two kind of like empires that, that are, like, are fighting against each other. Yeah. Like even in terms of um, like World War II or World War One, I'm going to get myself in hot water here, but like, yes, I'm not saying the Germans weren't the bad guys because obviously Hitler was trying to advance in Europe. But even when, even when we talk about things like the Holocaust, English people talk about it like they love Jews. And like the reason why they were participating in this whole war was partly because they were trying to like save the Jews. You guys were just as anti-Semitic as the Germans. You didn't have concentration yeah. camps mm. in England at the time. But the, even the, when I was the looking OGs at the, of concentration camps, you the guys British are the OGs of concentration camps. <laughs> and even when it comes to like the um, the Jewish kids that were allowed in England, the reason was is because the English people didn't want the adults. The adults yeah. They didn't want Jewish adults, so they separated right. the Jewish kids from their parents and left the parents to die in the concentration camps. I didn't like, even know Like you that, are though. still the villains in the situation. <laughs> what? <That's laughs> yeah. Like how mad is that? And, <laughs> yeah. and I, I mean, I look back to GCSE history talking about the Weimar Republic and recognizing the role that. Uh, England and France. Yeah, all the powers of one world one. Actually, they broke Germany to the point that the German people were literally suffering. So obviously, you've created a vacuum for like a hyper nationalist power to come to when you've literally broken. They're having wheelbarrows of money they're cutting around because you've made the inflation rate so crazy. Which if we that the country's broke because of what you've done to them. We'll be there in about a couple years. No, I mean (laughs) if you if you look if you look for a modern a more modern replication of those exact circumstances it's afghanistan where and iraq where the taliban were able to re-rise up because the 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 allied forces caused so much devastation in the region yeah Yeah. it was that much easier for them to go are we that bad Hmm? yeah yeah and so yeah and so to to clarify what i said before my when the children involved is not their fault so absolute sadness for the children of ukraine and palestine and somalia and all these other places and yemen Yemen. is actually at the moment the who um the who that Yemen is actually the biggest crisis that we have at the moment in the world in terms of yeah. like and you'd never you know, know. The of devastation yeah. if you see those pictures of those children it is absolutely heartbreaking mm-hmm. and I was, I was watching on, um, I was seeing on Twitter today like someone posted a video of like a Ukrainian child coming to a Spanish school and the Spanish kids like all like surrounding and like hugging them. Aww. And it was cute. But then someone underneath was like, would the same thing have happened if it was a kid from Africa or Syria? It might have mm. been because they're kids. All their kids can, kind of can be racist too. But it might have happened. But the point is, we haven't actually seen videos like that. Like when was yeah. the last time you saw a video of like an African or like an Arab refugee child being welcomed into a classroom mm. full of white children. First of all, I'll have you know, Madonna does that regularly. <laughs> <laughs> but no. you know what I mean? It's like, unfortunately, like, there's definitely, 
there's definitely a sympathy def- and empathy def- deficit when it comes to black and brown people. Um, but we knew that. I, I don't think that means that we should have less sympathy for the Ukrainians. But it does mean mm. I'm not going to have more sympathy or pay more attention than I do other crises. And the point, the fact is, I'm not posting about Yemen every day. I'm not even posting about Yemen every week. So I'm just not going to do the same for Ukraine. That's it. Yeah, Fair. that's that's my thing. I think, and I, I, yeah, I think because of the, the racism and stuff like that, that's why I think, because I, I saw some white people saying that, oh, you know, when it was BLM, you know, we're all talking, what's it, what's happening now with Ukraine? It's like, nah, bro, like, white people, you can get this one. You can take care of your own people. And that's the thing, you know black people. Black people have sympathy for everybody. But when mm. black people are seeing that, like, that the black people in Ukraine are getting done dirty, it's, yeah. it's not going to engender support. So I think it's just a thing of... And like, I think the most recent thing I saw about it was, um, I don't remember whether it was Peace Corps or whoever, issuing a warning to any black people who wanted to volunteer to say, oh, <laughs> by yeah. the way, be, be, uh, we, we'd love to have you. Do be careful, however. There's a small tendency for them to be a little bit racist um, and they might attack you. But <laughs> it'd be great to have you. And this, and, this is, and this is what, if you want to know my sympathy is, because my thing is, am I going to go and defend racists? If one racist person attacks another racist person, what should I be involved for? Mm. It's, not, it's not my business. You not do like so. That's my thing. Anyone who's not raised in Ukraine, mad solidarity. I'm really sorry. Anyone who don't like me, boy, that's your business. Even if you don't you t- like me, I'm sorry for your situation. But it's the same thing, mm. that, same energy that I have for um, like as I've always said in this podcast. My solidarity is with black women. I have solidarity <laughs> broadly with all humans, but my specific activism or solidarity is with black women, and then broadly extends to black people. I don't even march for Black Lives Matter. Do you know why? You know why? Because I don't feel like black men are reciprocal enough for me to put myself in a firing line for you. I donated. I donated quite a significant amount of money to the whatever Black Lives Matter. But I'm not, I'm not putting myself in physical danger for groups of people that are consistently disrespectful to me. So it's the same thing in Ukraine. I'm not putting myself in physical danger for people. I'm sorry. Consistent just, energy. It's just consistent energy. Well, moving on for that one. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of speaking of consistent energy, <laughs> ah, <laughs> very good. That's something that a lot of us are not going to be having. For several <laughs> so I hope everyone took their meter readings um, because, boy, those prices just shot up. I think mine doubled. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah, about you guys? That, I saw that direct debit. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to get to know you. It's really big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, a, it's a bit. What, what's crazy is that it's not just, it's, it's petrol, it's, uh, well, petrol and diesel, it's, um, it's, 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 it's inflation, yeah. general inflation. Like prices of things are just going up, 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 up. And then rent, rent is up. House <laughs> rent is up. House prices are up. Fuel prices are up. Energy prices are up. Yeah. Uh, council tax is up. NI is up. Uh, oh yeah, NI is up. What mm. else? What else went up? What, uh, not salaries. Salaries. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. For MPs, they're going up. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, that makes sense. They're doing such a great Imagine. job. Yeah, great decisions. That's 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 fair. That did need to go up. Yeah, that's true. I felt bad. I mean, think about. Think about poor um, Rishi Sunak. Like, how on earth is he going to survive? Married to a billionaire's daughter, How is he going to pay yeah. someone to use his contactless card for him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if his salary doesn't go up. Yeah, that's why he had to go to LA this mm. week. Like, he was so stressed out. 
by oh, the by she. the rising cost of living that he had to take a quick trip to LA. Yeah. I think what, we've all done that. Do what you I guys feel like your spending habits are going to change quite significantly because of this? Can't Thank lie. You. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to say yeah. Said, I got money like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Harry said, listen. <laughs> no, it's not, I'm, it's not like bought, but being real, like, it's not, I don't think it's touched me that much yet. And that's why I feel bad because it's like, this, and this is the problem that the country's in is like, for me, I'm really not going to, it will annoy me, mm. but it's not going to like change it's my life really badly. So I'm like, mm. I feel bad for everybody else that has to deal with it. Mm. But I also don't know how bad I feel for the people that voted for the people that are doing this right now. Because I'm like, you actually vote, like people try to tell you. And I think it's one of the things that I just, every like maybe couple of weeks, I get, I just get so angry that we actually looked at Jeremy Corbyn and we said, nah, nah, nah. Mm. And we just said Boris Johnson. And I've, I've, talk, I've talked to friends and like, why wouldn't you vote Jeremy Corbyn? I just don't trust him. You have, oh, I don't have friends like that. I, I don't, what do you mean you don't trust? They didn't know, they didn't vote Boris Johnson. They didn't vote Boris Johnson. But they oh, just don't, okay. no, but they don't yeah. trust Jeremy Corbyn. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't really need to trust, I don't really need to trust you. I don't trust any politicians. I don't understand what they even But I'm like, yeah, look at his voting record. Look at if, like, if there's a politician that's been consistent on the front lines for, against racism. Against a lot of injustice. Yeah. Against a lot like of injustice. A general injustice him. fighter. Um, yeah, no, I'm with, I'm with you. So in terms of how it's going to impact our lives personally, we were saying it's an inconvenience. Like, and this is, this is where we, we have to acknowledge our privilege, right? Because mm-hmm. exactly. we we're coming from a space where millions of people aren't. To be able to be like, man, these price increases are annoying, but we can joke about it. Mm. Like, we're not going to be... I, I remember the days, we, we were reminiscing in the house, remember the days of um, electric keys. Like when the, when the electricity lock off and it was just a case of, all right, quick, we get 10 pounds and go put it on the key. We're like, Mia. We don't have that anymore, but there are still houses that are on keys. There are still houses mm. that do have to make a decision between whether everyone in the house eats or they turn on the heating. Mm. And that, like the fact that on Twitter today, there's still those people who are like, we don't have a hunger problem. When I was growing up, we didn't have I've been seeing all these tweets. Um, we mad. used to eat sugar sandwiches. Sugar. Wait, are people actually saying that? Yeah. 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 There's been a host of tweets of people just like, when I was in the 70s, it was like, I'm like, bro. So, yeah, but it's like saying when I was in the Victorian times, there used to be an arms house. So, it's like, yeah. like, like, we're not going back, back to... Back in the 800s, there used to be beating niggas. Yeah. So? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, what is this kind of regressive... Like, I feel like it's such a crabs on the barrel attitude to be like, you want everyone else to join you in the fellowship of your suffering. What yeah. is that about? That's actually yeah. it. Like, it's nice to have nice things. Like, yeah. why do why you have to... Why don't you want to, other people to have nice yeah, things too? Why it'd be do nice you want for to, everyone to... Exactly. But why do we all have to sit and wallow and be like, my day was bad? Like, but I think, you know, you should just be happy because everybody's day is bad too. And, you know, like just Mm. really wallow in that. Um, But yeah, no, but going back to the adaptations as well, I think um, another thing is like, for example, I'm on maternity now Mm. and even just watching how I'm having to change my spending slightly. Again, Mm. it's a privileged thing because like, okay, bill wise. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Still, still from the same one, everyone. Yeah. Those same child, no yeah. another one. One child. <laughs> Which we'll come on to later, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Ooh. so like, even just watching my maternity page just go down. 
Loud. Ooh, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> he just throws his bank account in front of the house. Um but like yeah, no, like watching the changes that have had to be made just as being like new parents and things like that. It's mm. it's been nice having the two house the two income households and knowing that if either one of us wasn't working we're still okay and that just goes to show how much room we have i guess if we put it that way and even with that we're still having to change because it's like now a portion of it goes to a third human being in the house (laughs) and again we're having to think okay how does this work nursery prices are crazy as well (laughs) um like Nursery, like I keep, I'm hearing stuff like nursery is like six hundred pound a month or something like that. Six huh? hundred? Where? It's sixty pound a week. That's what? Yeah. Is, that, no, is it sixty pound a week? No, it's like well, it's about one thousand four hundred a month, yeah. basically. <laughs> Sorry, that's a salary. Exactly. Yeah. One thousand four hundred a yeah. month. And man, we're outside of um, London, so London. I don't even know. Is what... it not cheaper to just get an au pair? Probably. At this point, yeah. But equally, you got to think then about like the social skills and the and the someone living with you is a whole thing. Like, like yeah, yeah, there's there's levels to it and everything. Yeah, I mean the social skills with other children. Fourteen hundred a month. I'm just hoping my child's an introvert. That's (laughs) 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 yeah, not not our boy. Our boy, our boy is uh, like we left him with his grandparents yesterday. And mm. Margaret, we saw us today, and he He's was like, like, "Okay, you're here. That's Are nice." You back? Oh, cool. Safe. Anyway, back to my. <laughs> <laughs> but wow, yeah. yeah, it's it's a lot. I think for parents, is yeah, it must be a mezzanine. Exactly, and I can't imagine. I've already seen like I'm on an app called Peanut, and it's just mums basically all talking, and you can see Aww. the different struggles, um, and just like little things. So some people are having to go back to work earlier just because mm. they cannot afford to be on maternity pay anymore. Um, having to juggle between shifts, things like that. And I just can't imagine now this extra layer of not only are we just about affording again for this child. I know, yes, you can plan or you should plan or whatever, but again, it's it's still another thing that you can't plan in terms of the energy costs. Mm-hmm. And that's where the problem lies. I think everyone's forgetting that we're not choosing for things to be ex- more expensive. Mm-hmm. You can't plan for things to be more expensive. It's just happening and people mm. are having to adapt very quickly to that as well so yeah no it's i definitely have a lot of s- sympathy in that situation for like people who are struggling food wise basic needs wise like our decisions are we probably just don't need to plug the electric heater while the central heating is on for other people <laughs> it's they can't turn on the central yeah. heating at all and that's, that's a lot to to have to think about yeah yeah like i'm thinking this like I'm probably gonna have to change my spending habits when it comes to clothes, just like shopping, and that hurts me to the core of my being. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a small sack, and it's, that's not even really because of the cost of living. It's more because of like getting married this year and mm. all that kind of stuff, and having to think about that. I'm lucky that at the moment I still live with my parents, and they pay the bills. So I don't really. Yeah. I've actually been used to now the past few years. I just turn on the heating when I'm cold. Like yeah. I don't even think about it. Um, and now I'm only thinking about it because I'm thinking about them having to pay it. Yeah, but I don't mm. actually see the figures. And and, and mm. I think I think this is what's what's made it tougher, right? Is 
I I know me. I'm one of those people who I'm regularly checking if there's if there's a better tariff, there's a better discount. Mm-hmm. How much is it mm-hmm. going to cost me to leave early? Because I'm like I, I pay too much in tax already to be giving people more Trust money. Me. So I don't like it. Um, but the fact is, like when we got our renewal quote for our gas this year, the the tariff they gave was pricey for the for the new fix. It was way more expensive than it would have been to stick on the variable. And I think they knew that. So they put it. People were listening to like the advice, Martin Lewis. The poor man has given up. Yeah. Like he was he was on TV being like, Look, I've got nothing left. I've got mm-hmm. nothing left. Mm-hmm. Ian Ian Bealstar, who was just there like, my thing used to just be, look, here's here's where the supermarkets are doing two for one vouchers, don't miss out. To literally trying to help people work out how not to go into fuel poverty. And it's really sad. And, and going yeah. going back to it, right? Like the, Martin Lewis said, stay on stay on your variable. Mm. And as soon as it was last week, last week Friday, so a week before it was gonna change, yeah. that our provider sent an email being like, by the way, the price of your variable tariff is about to go up to almost double what it was and way over what the fix would have been. Oh man. And the as soon as I went back to be like, oh, can I let me pick up my fix? I was like, I'm sorry, that's gone now. Like it's it's cruel. It's pure cruelty. It is cruel because mm. it's like the, the vast majority of people are and it doesn't make sense because other countries like this isn't happening in France. No. This isn't happening in France. I oh, don't no 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 in, in France they're capping uh the rise in energy it's like four for four percent. It's and, they're, and they're, I think they're I think they're funding like I think the government's paying a bit or is it Spain? They might be mm. paying a bit towards um, the fuel costs, the rising fuel costs. Like this, mm. con- this country is the people, our leaders. They're absolutely they're they're wicked. They're absolutely wicked. Like they're actually cruel, evil people. And I, this is why when Boris Johnson was in hospital with COVID, I was astounded that the man made it through. I said, God Almighty, of all the people for you to, lay I couldn't your, believe it. Your, Bolsonaro, Trump, your hand of mercy. On. They all did mm. it. They I, all I, bust said, case. I, said, I, don't, I said, this is how I know the devil is real because I'm sh- that was his life support. The devil was working overtime. It was plugged the into had all the millions Satan's in there. life support. That's the, only way that I can, <laughs> that's the only way that I can conceive of how that happened. Seems actually, like we're losing him. Yeah, honestly, I was just like, it's just sheerly evil. And I'm, what it's actually making me think about is actually like even my spending habits when it comes to food. I don't really think, I don't think about food. I don't actually, I don't really think about the cost of food as much as I think about whether I like it or not. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I kind of feel more and about, like, what am I feeling is. for today? Like, today I've got Uber Eats breakfast in the morning. <laughs> that is privilege in the and, highest and, and point. Actually makes, <laughs> that, like, I think like, it makes me actually feel kind of guilty. Like, it's like, I actually just bought Uber Eats breakfast this morning because I wanted to. I am going to start to think, thinking more about, like, I can't be having Uber Eats all the time. But I still am at the stage where I can still do that. Like, yeah. I can still go on a, on a delivery app. There's lots of people who can't even think about ordering any kind of takeaway for like the next year, couple of years. So yeah. here's the here's the thing though. This is why I think we as communities need to come together because if we have that privilege, we we can help people. Who, like even if it's just a monthly donation of like 10, 20 pounds or something, mm. like we can make a big difference with all the people that we can probably, we can probably see a, a, a young 20 pounds and let it leave our account. But that, that from like, maybe a thousand people make a massive difference to 
a bunch but, of people in the community. But you see, I think the challenge the challenge I have with that though is we have to recognise that there are it, it's devastating the people who were just about keeping their heads afloat. Mm. There are those who are just outside of that who are now closer to the edge. So mm. they're now the yeah. ones who are just keeping their heads afloat. That yeah. ten pounds that would have been light work for someone a year ago suddenly is and, and the, no that's what I'm talking about people in our privilege bracket but, yeah but say. the proportion of us that are now in this space yeah. right? bear in mind that the people that we're talking about we, we heard it at, after, at the, the election as top 10% and mm-hmm. of that top 10% if they are people who are benefiting from this they have no interest in making easier for those below them it's true. Mm-hmm. so out of that small slither of 10% how many people have the the motivation and the actual ability to give that 10% it's the reason why i don't understand this idea of once you make it you forget where you came from you forget mm-hmm. the people you came where you came you below you don't think you can go and back it, there real quick yeah and it's not, That's it's the thing. not it's, and unless you yeah. unless you really are like you're making fu money like like real big money <laughs> mills like mm. you could get back there real anyone quick. who's actually an employee anyone who's an employee who doesn't have like a somebody who doesn't have like a massive savings account we are all of the work. We're all when I vulnerable. Say the working class. We're not working class. I mean, we're, we're all of the class of the workers. working population. Yeah. The working yeah. population, like the proletariat. Yeah, we're only like. Luckily, if your parents maybe own a property or own a property, you have mm-hmm. you have that safety net. But anyone else, like you're you're only just like a couple of months paycheck away from literally yeah. poverty, yeah. Like, really, unless you have like significant savings. And it's like people don't seem to remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um. They act like. Yeah, they act like that because they now have a consistent job that they're in a completely different class from the people who are like cleaners or whatever. But you're literally not. You're literally just a couple of paychecks away from being the same as them. Yeah, yeah it's crazy, man. What what I find mad, yeah? Do you remember when Insulate Britain were doing their thing? Mm. And everyone Insulate said... Britain? They're the ones who are blocking gluing, the road. Gluing themselves yeah. to the M25. I was like, why oh, are you not blocking, blocking the motorway? People are trying to oh, get away. Oh, you mean the, um, in the, the environmental activists? Yeah. 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 Environment. Okay. Why are you not doing that? Do you know what? Do and I, now what? What I must say for them, they have they they did have some rhythm. I went to um, walk through one of their marches. <laughs> and I was very surprised. They had the drums and it was like all really like... That's your speech. Yeah. <laughs> there was not a black person in sight, and it was all rhythm. And I was what, just like, I have to but, add it to you. Green but I'm people. like, this is why this. This is why I'm like, again, a, a lot of it like, is self. I'm just like, you guys mm. are self inflict A lot of things that happen in this country are self inflicted problems. Mm. Like you didn't. Ha- it didn't have to be like this. When Insulate with Britain were out there, like I'm not. I'm. I probably should have marched, being real, or, I, or stood with them. Mm. But I wasn't out there being like, why are they doing that? Bro, I know why they're doing that. Mm, yeah, but the, yeah. no, but some of the things they were doing were they okay. were not. They were. We had this they were conversation, moving a bit mad. didn't we? Yeah, I was. It's saying, supposed to be mad. No, no this is the thing. They I weren't was, affecting. I, yeah, they weren't affecting the people that needed. Yeah, so my Sorry. thing was how they protested. I'm not even going to say it's right or wrong again, but it's. I didn't like who they were impacting exactly. as a result. So, people that are on their way to work, mm. it's or forget the people that are even on their way to work. To be honest people who are on their way to the hospital. And I think a lot of that empathy is coming from, I can't imagine being in labor and then being stuck in traffic because somebody is protesting for Insulate Britain at that point in time. That's, I don't, yeah, that's, sure at that point yeah. in time. But I think to me, I think that's a necessary, that's just a, a necessary But some cost. people might die as a result. And I think that's, and again, it won't be the people that can make the difference because the people that can make a difference will not even care about the life of the person that has died as a result. But True, I, but many more people are going to die now because of this. Like people are going to freeze. 
now and just die. Yeah. Old people are dying, are going to die off because of this. Mm. But then I'm like, well, the old people that voted Tory and now they, they did you dirty. What can I say to you? Sometimes in life, it, it, gets, mm. it gets like that. But I, th- I think it is the, it's just a perfect example of how easy it is for those in positions of power to twist the narrative mm. to us pointing the fingers at each other. Mm. Kind of the struggle Olympics is sponsored by the top one percent. <laughs> like they are doing adverts. We are literally living in Hunger Games. Can I yeah. just say this is Hunger Games? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I I've need I need Hunger a Katniss. Games, I need I a Katniss. I mean, it's not gonna be me. I'm not volunteering. <laughs> but we need a Katniss. We need someone to to be up there and just shoot up. Like yeah, win the game. Turn the whole thing on its head, Mockingbird. I want, I want the whole trilogy. The whole trilogy. I want to see Jeremy Corbyn in power somehow. I mean, I definitely don't want to see Keir Starmer in, in power. But oh god, uh, the worst. I'm trying to at this point. Would, I know. I hear it. At, would, at this point, Keir, he's less evil. No, but I, I don't actually don't. I think I think Keir Starmer is worse? literally a wet wipe. I don't think we need to do the DNA test on him. Is he a wet? <laughs> is he a wet wipe? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I actually don't think he would actually do anything different. He's a wet wipe. Because I don't know, but do you honestly think that if he came into power now, that he would stop the fuel thing? No. I, I don't I, think he would. I honestly, think he's, one of, no. he's literally the worst, one of the I worst leaders I've ever I seen. I think he's, mm. to me, he's more annoying because it's just like, you're literally a wet wipe. Like, all I can do is wipe my bum with you. There's nothing, there's nothing <laughs> you can do that's of, of use. In a, like, in there's a world, nothing you can do of use. In me. a world where we are so close to our politicians, I don't understand how Keir Starmer is so quiet. Like it's anything. so weird, isn't it? Like, like there's I just would, so much going on, actually, but he makes would, no noise. I would prefer for yeah. him to be to actually be like almost bad. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's just like, when I say he's a wet wipe, sorry, I should probably shouldn't be so mean. I'm sorry, but I mean, like, he no, frustrates no, I me. I think I think that's fair. That's, that's I think not... I think he just frustrates me because I just feel like he doesn't do anything. I think that, yeah, I think the frustration as well because I'm even the quiet part. I'm like, it's okay to be quiet and observe so that yeah. you can come out with something impactful, substantial. But then to not even do that bit, it's, it's like, okay, so what are you doing? Are you just mm. sitting there this to take up there. a space? Like, yeah, are you there to be an obstacle to someone who can do something? That's essentially, exact, that, you basically, know, yeah. that's you've, you've literally hit the nail. He he feels like someone who's literally been planted to stop somebody who could do something doing something. Yeah. Mm. That's what he feels yeah. like. Because he doesn't do anything bad, but what he does is stop anybody who well, might he does do, do something. He yeah. does do bad no, stuff. No, but I'm saying well. he doesn't, but he stops anyone who might do something from actually being able to do it. Mm. So it's almost like, are you a Tory plant? Yeah. Like, yeah. I genuinely thought that for what? Is he actually a Tory plant? Like, e- Even if at this point, I would take him eating a sandwich weird. I want something. Insult like, an old even woman. Give us some light. You know what I'm saying? Punch a voter. Like, <laughs> John Prescott. <laughs> Yo, do you not remember that John Prescott? No, John Prescott. Yeah. John Prescott's a G. <laughs> what do you punch that voter? What? Like, he's a G for that. That's a perfect example of another, like, Chris Rock, Will Smith moment in the sense that. That, what did the person? I think the person threw an egg at John. Yeah, threw yeah, an egg at him. And and said, but he said, "What? Am I more?" He said, "No." <laughs> punched him. I said, "Boy, people are like oh, as a politician." I said, "Listen, no, bro, someone threw an egg at him. You know, that's egg actually man. really rude. That's very rude." And it gets in into your, in your good suit. <laughs> what? And it's getting all up in your... No, no, no. I, I hear it. <laughs> yeah, like I could, if we went back to like several of the leaders even the ones that weren't great you can say what they did yeah or didn't do 
Yeah. Or yeah. even a personality. I don't know. Does Keir Starmer have a personality? No, he doesn't you. exist. I'm at the point where I've kind of forgotten Labour exists. He's a figment yeah. of our imagination. It's like Kate Middleton again. No personality. Doesn't really do anything. Just there. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> exactly. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> uh, you know what? To hand it to Kate, at least Kate has beautiful gowns. Keir Starmer, it's not even like do, I could look at his suit and be like, Did you guys see the, the P&O fairies thing as well? Where yeah, they fired yeah, a bunch, yeah. they fired like 800 employees on the spot. On the yeah. Did, but yeah, but did you see what happened when that MP went to this woman, this woman called Natalie Elphick? Yeah, I she saw went that. to protest. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she yeah. was they like, she was like, yeah, we're marching, to the, we're marching for you guys. And she was one of the Tories that had voted Hope. for Hire and Fire. And then, and then one of the guys was like, shame you voted you. for Hire and Fire. And they were like, shame, shame on you, shame. You. And then she started to join in thinking like they were talking to Pino Ferry. And, oh, and then she was about her. And she but these, uh, what I find mad about the to- these Tories is like, even with Tories of, of old, at least if they were evil, that you could, you could even you could see link the, it, the you sense. Could link yeah. it to conservatives. Yeah, and you, could, and you could see some of this, when I say the sense, as in like, they weren't just stupid. Mm. Like some of these people that are in, I'm like, bro, you're actually dumb. Did like you, Nadine mm. Dorries and all those people, like, I'm did like, you bro, see the Did you see the Tory who got caught with the cocaine? Today? <laughs> what oh, today, was it today? Or, yeah, uh, he got suspended. Uh, yeah, it's coming. And then my man put his excuse out. I was That's like, dangerous. It wasn't. It wasn't cocaine. Um, to relieve stress, I occasionally like to brush the dandruff off my shoulders. No, he didn't. He didn't. He said it. No, he didn't. He no, said he, it. No, hold he on. didn't. Hold on. Brush dand- hold on. Let me just wait. Wait. Don't tell me. <laughs> no, brush the dandruff, dandruff off his shoulders and snort it. No, 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 he didn't, he didn't say just, he snorted it. It just... Just uh, collected in a pile. Just so happened, yeah, I, you know, I, that's just, out of stress, okay. due to stress. I would rather people thought I was on crack than think that I collected my own gender. <laughs> but but <laughs> shall I tell you what it is, though? At this point, and this is what the general population don't get, that the Tories are just taking a piss because they've realised they, yeah. they, they, they they've realised <laughs> this is the mugs. biggest, yeah, you guys are the biggest mugs because they can, like, it's just like, you guys are literally so dumb, we can actually do anything to you. And you'll just sit there and take it. Yeah. So why yeah. would why would we even bother trying to hide anything? Like the party gate stuff is like they got the police handing out fifty pound fines. They just thought, ah, oh, saw fifty pound fines to billionaires. That's literally like giving me a ten p fine. It's not. It's not even a ten p fine. Probably about one p. It's like a one p <laughs> fine. Are we going to talk about fines? Because I, I just realised that's another thing that we didn't talk about that this government are doing. Bear in mind that the MPs who voted for the uh, ten thousand pounds per person fine for illegal <laughs> gatherings getting 50 pounds as their fines for their downing street parties I just, 50 yeah. pounds and this is why actually let me not say that in case i just lost my job all i'm saying is you reap what you sow and some of these some of these white working class people you vote tory you reap what you sow anyway, it's a cold world anyway can we, can we can we just talk about something good for once so Bel Air. Has anyone been watching that? Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. You haven't watched it yet? It's really we have to. To be honest, we we have a baby. So watching an episode of (laughs) anything (laughs) is a long time. Oh my gosh, is that what happens? Can't you put a little whiskey in the milk? What? Been, okay, you're not the first person to suggest this, so I'm not even like, whoa. She like, said, yeah. not, she not said get him lit, get <laughs> him turned. That's not, that's not an out there suggestion. Maybe People suggest like, so it. Yeah. But the th- yeah, the thing is, when by the time you get to the end of the day, and you're there like, all right, cool, let's let's, let's eat dinner, let's watch. watch TV, yeah. And he's maybe asleep because he's now starting to get into a bedtime rhythm. We're exhausted. Like we've we've re- <laughs> I've watched episode one of Bridget and season two twice and we're still not at the end 
we made it to the end. We made it to the end. We made it to the end of the episode. Talk about Bridgerton. No, we're on episode two. Oh no, but I I I only I only just started watching the I watched season one like okay. this week. Okay. So I, everything's new to me. Fine. Season okay. one, phenomenal. Beautiful. Season one's great. Colorism was po- a problem. Poetic, poetically Ooh. horny. Bridgerton, That's, that is Bridgerton. That's it's all it great. is. Romantic, romantic ways that. of saying, my dear, nights and nights have passed <laughs> since I thought <laughs> about the fact that we could copulate <laughs> once we get married. <laughs> But Don't first, you think they, the, the writers laid it on a little bit thick with some of the lines? No. Really? <laughs> beautiful. I, some of it was a bit cringe, I think. It's, I was it's like, it was poetic. A, it's beautiful. Some of it was a bit I mean, much. I'm there for the music. Like, the music throughout it has been... Yeah, the music's been good. Incredible. I'm there for the gowns. Ooh, I wish yeah. we could. Ju- I just wish we could still dress like that. I don't think we ever got to dress like that, Shadow. Nezzy. So, okay, so another thing that maybe you guys... Will, no, you haven't all watched Top Boy, have you? Yeah, yeah, I've watched it. I don't watch the boy. I'm not going to talk about the ending, which is a bit of a mazzaline. It was a mazzaline. But um, now, Top Boy, Top Boy, do you know what I liked about this season? And I think if anyone like watches Top has ever said about something like Top Boy, like they glamorize the violence. Bro, they really don't. don't. Like, I think this season one is less violent, but two, if you actually watch Top Boy and you watch it and you think, I want to be like, Duchesne or like Sally, you're tapped. Yeah. You're seriously tapped because it shows why. It shows the trauma. The it trauma. shows the psychological mm. impacts, the, the impacts on their relationships, the difficult decisions that have to have to be made. I, I, I think it's probably one of the best representations of what life is like and why people do what they choices. do and it's, and also that is again like we were saying this heroes and villains thing they aren't really heroes and villains it's yeah. like it's just that people are in situations and yep. they just make moves based on those situations it's not like some big like oh like this person's the hero and this person's the bad this is the good guy this is the bad guy it's just like mm, everyone's yeah. just trying to everyone's just by. trying to get i by. want to add to that i want to say actually the main reason i don't watch top boy is intentional because it for me, it's actually triggering because of how good it is, if I put it that way. Mm. As in, it generally does do a good job at showing what things are like in reality. Mm. And um, like, yeah, my, my students watch it a lot. And for them, it's it's nice for them to see these things played out on screen before they have to end up playing it out in real life. Wow. And um, yeah, because I know a lot of the time it's that whole glamorizing violence and whatnot. Like it, the same issue came up with Blue Story as well. And it's it's necessary for these things to be seen so that everyone understands exactly what it is as opposed to just coming in with, oh yeah, these people are violent. Specifically, black boys are violent and they do this and they do that. It's like, no, actually, yeah. see what's going on, see the context and then see actually the aftermath as well. So everyone gets that full picture of it. But, I do just want yeah. more. Th- I, I don't watch Top Boy, I'm, like I admit, but I do, I, I just feel like we've now reached the point in black British TV movie, we, can we move... I don't want to say move past it because I think those stories always still will always need to be told. But can we actually have some more aspirational TV now? When I say aspirational, I mean as in like it doesn't always have to be what struggle. rich black people. Not even rich, but just like a regular black family, where it's not like. But that is. No, when I say a regular black <laughs> family, when I say reg- I mean a regular black family that isn't necessarily involved in a situation like Top Boy to that extent, because I mean that is regular okay, life yeah. for some people, right? And it's regular life for a 
maybe a, a significant enough proportion of the black population in the UK, but also actually not, I wouldn't say even 50% of us, is it? Do, do are 50% of us in, in, even if people are like from a you know poorer background, are 50% of people in situations like in Top Boy? No, so I don't feel like it's actually like representative. What's your reasoning for that? Huh? I do, what, why do you think it's not 50%? Because it's just that does... It's impossible for it to be 50%. It's impossible. Yeah. When I say impossible, I mean, in terms of, even just in terms it's of impossible. like the age distribution of black people in this country, like it's not possible for, we're not all young, we're not all. Okay, so what fine, I'm just saying, fine, it's not possible fine, that fine. for all of us to for all of us to be represented by that situation. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying we, we need to be, but what I'm saying is, can we have some broader representation? Mm. Because I feel like even though Top Boy, I, again, I haven't watched it, but even from what I heard, it's a great way of representing that, that part. I feel like it's still. There's just not enough speaking to the middle class. Oh, no, I know, no, 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 no no one wants to watch TV or media about regular people. You Why need, do people have you TV need about regular people all the time? Why can't we like have what? a black no, 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 no. So, so name one. What are you talking about, brother? Name one. Just a regular, like, everyday... Like, my wife and kids. Like, a sitcom. Like, my wife and yeah. kids. But, like, my wife the and office, kids. Or... Like, okay, but... Okay, it would be nice to have them. Or the, like, IT, the, 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 the IT, IT crowd okay. run for how many seasons? That's what I'm talking but, about. Just regular life. But, okay... The Office, huge satire, right? Yeah. Not really sick, huge exaggeration. So no, 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 but it's types oh, no, of people. No, no, no. no. We're not, so I'm not talking. It's types of people that could be in the office. Like you have the, the nonsense boss. You have like some regular degular employees like Jim and Pam. Right. Then you have, and Stanley. Then right. you have like a couple nutters like Dwight and Creed. I love Creed right. so much. Don't but, they? I'm just talking but, about stories that aren't, that are that, realistic, that represent black people's everyday lived experiences. We are not like all other, moving uh, okay, from. Okay, but what would it, but what would it be? It would be like any, it would be any like kind of show that you like. You've seen loads of them, in, like even in America, like um, uh, uh, meet the everybody hates, everybody hates Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Yeah, everybody ha- is literally a working class black family. Working class again, just working class. The fact that it's the the th- the difference here, right? Is that no, but it's class it, but he's but but everybody hates Chris is like is a sitcom. Like it's a bit fun. It's not like all like, no, 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 okay. but it is also kind of. It is about. It's a, I'm not saying it's not about struggle, but it's also no, but it's funny. Not, no, it's not primarily about no. The, Everybody Hates Chris is a sitcom about a family who are working class, but the sitcom, the, 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 the theme of the show isn't just about, it's a very multifaceted, like it's not, um, that could be so many different families, right? And, and even, but then even like my wife and kids. No, because Julius, his whole thing is like, Yes, I'm I know so that's, broke that no, I have two I know, jobs and I, I keep know, talking about like. No, I know that, but I'm saying cost. it doesn't, it's not just to do with, it's not just to do with, it's not stereotypical in the sense that it doesn't just, it's not just to do with like, gang violence whatever it's literally a, a reg that is a very representative of, of, of a lot of working class black families in america but at the time so like is so is a top boy this is no no no, but, no, no, but no what but i'm saying is top boy is is very it's actually it's all, quite it's, specific. It's specific to gang it's violence very specific whereas like there's some people who it's just they're not necessarily in gang violence yeah they're but just, they're, they're not, just they're just like they're a working rich. class they're, just they're not rich they're just a regular they get yeah. like chewing like maybe like chewing gum yeah okay chewing yeah, gum is a good okay. example of another of a show that i feel like was it wasn't to it's be. A it wasn't a fresh person. prince of Bel Air. It wasn't. Yeah. We're, not, we're not saying we all mm. have to be like lawyers or you know. She's saying more doctors. things like that. 
I'm not saying, I'm just saying more things like where it's just like normal black people living their normal black life and it's not necessarily associated with like gang violence and police and guns and all that kind of stuff. I feel like those stories can be told and I'm not saying they should Mm. stop being told, but I'm saying at the moment in British media, it seems like that is the the only only story being told. But the thing is, I'm I'm not going to lie. I, maybe it's just me, but I don't really feel like it is. I feel like there's better stuff that talks to better different experiences. Like there's, there's like, okay, for instance, TV show, like there's like, game shows or like TV shows like with like say Big Nasty Show or or the latest show with Mo Gilligan where it's just normal black people. So there's there's that side of things. Then there's also stuff like um I think Bloods is a show. I think there's there's a show about time traveling black people on Sky. There's just or like there's, there's bare shows about I don't know. I feel like there's more Definitely more than it was back before, like shows about Back in black the day we had like in... Desmond's. Like Desmond's was like again, that was a show yeah, about but, Okay, uh, but no, I, I hear this, right? Or so what, what, what I'm Ka-ching. trying to... Ka-ching. Ka-ching was a yeah, Do you know what I mean? Like that kind Man of show where it was just like, it was just a, sh- a sh- There were black people in it, but it wasn't even just like focused primarily on a struggle. It was okay. just a show about black people. Where, where, where my head's at though where is that TV in general is shifting to, to a streaming audience, right? Mm. So it's ordinary is being reserved for documentaries and reality TV shows. And those, again, are overproduced and done in a way that isn't particularly reflective of what real life is. Like, I think the, the, the closest we had to it for a white audience was um, uh, Anyway is Essex, right? Apart from that, what you're getting is um, murder shows, period dramas, detective shows, true crime. Like, all of it is very much the same. I don't think that it's limited to black stories. I, I think mm. at the moment the problem is that the industry isn't interested in telling the ordinary stories. Right? Or if they are, they're rehashing existing ones. It's the reason why Bel Air has to exist, right? Because they're more interested in reboots. They're redoing, they're making like How I Met Your. Elementary is. An outlier. The reason why it's doing so well is because it's so out of the ordinary. Yeah. It's not the regular thing that's getting remade. No, I know, but what right, I'm saying right is now what's getting green. She's just saying she wants more shows. I'm saying like that. that could happen, and, and I, I don't think it could happen the same way here because I don't think we have as, as large a black population. But I'm saying the fact that there was an audience for Top Boy, yeah, means that there means can be, be an, an audience, audience for like there's an audience for other things, and there's an audience. Elementary. I think there's an audience for other black stories, but I don't think I don't think that the British, the powers that be in Britain, yeah. I don't think they really want to make those stories. I don't think, and I think they'll probably say there is an audience, but I don't think that's true. Mm. I think you can make stories that are actually quite. I think like some, something like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, actually loads of people from all different races love that show because actually a lot of the common threads were relatable to all different types of people from all different backgrounds because mm. it was about family and I think I think those shows can be made with black people and I feel like I, I just feel like for me I don't Top Boy isn't something um, it's not something that I relate to and it's not that something I would never watch but for me. <sighs> For me, seeing I, I just generally in terms of black trauma at the moment, I'm just on pause on that. I'm just not. It's not just Top Boy. I didn't watch When They See Us. I didn't watch yeah, um, Selma. I, I, I haven't just. I haven't watched any of those shows that are really particularly focused on the trauma because I just don't really want to deal with that right now. But could it also be argued that maybe there's there is an audience for that that is asking for more films, basically along those lines, and you are asking for something completely different, and maybe it's worth putting the energy into asking for what you want separately without worrying about 
How, how am I trying to work I, 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 I get what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, like, Girl, so for example, like, right. rom-coms, like, I'm really into rom-coms. And honestly, I'd love to see, it sounds, I don't, no, I'm going to say how I think it is. Um, like, yeah, I want to see more rom-coms that do have black couples and it's not a weird piece. Like, it's not just an art piece. Like, I want it to be, <laughs> co- I want it to be a cheesy rom-com about a black couple that is happy as opposed to, oh yeah, like, I don't know, like, weird music at some point. What was, what was then, that one with Lakeith Stanfield? Um, the photograph. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, that was with Issa. And the moan, no, no, the no, no, male no. moan. Huh? Oh, sorry. No, it was, it was, it was the one that was weird. So you know the that scene where he's talking to the other black guy. He's like, I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope you have a week of fantastic yeah. days. That was the trailers all made that seem like it was a regular lovely rom com, and then it was just the weirdest. Yeah. Weirdest thing. They just couldn't go through the whole story of. Couple, couple, happy, happy, done. Mm. They had to make it weird, and and I, yeah, I think like even the one with Zendaya as well. And oh, Malcolm yeah. and Marie. Yeah, yeah. Very weird. Weird. I'll be honest. Yeah, I didn't particularly enjoy it because again, I was thinking, okay, right, I do love my romance and stuff, but there's no, I haven't really found many black rom coms that are just cheesy. Boxing and Day, not Tyler Perry as well. Um, you seen that one, Boxing Day? Potentially. That not, was a British one that came out run. just around Christmas. It was great. It's got um. Actually, no, I was. I mean, given bad reviews about that one. Oh really? Yeah, I bad people get. I yeah, really enjoyed it. She I'm, liked it. Yeah, so. maybe maybe I was just so happy for a black rom com. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I I hear what you're saying, but I think my point is is that I actually feel like yes, I can ask that separately without talking about mm. the other ones, but I feel like there's also um I don't want to say there's an agenda. But I do feel like there's a concentration specifically on making lots of those stories. And I don't think in opposition to other, as in, as in it's, I think they're choosing that over other things. I don't think okay. it's, I don't think I can separate, I don't, that's why I don't separate them. But I think maybe you're right. And I don't want to say it in a way that downs the people involved in Top Boy, because I, as I've heard, I've heard it's great art and it's great acting and it's a great story. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be told mm. at all. I just want, I just want other stories to be told. Yeah. I hear you. Well, um, just before we close, um, some great news for all the women out there. They finally managed to make a male contraceptive pill. Um, so just for the men, for the men on this, for the men on this podcast, man, will you, would you take it? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, me, absolutely. They said it's even non-hormonal, so even no side effects. There's actually no reason. Of course the guy's one is (laughs) non-hormonal. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know, I know, I know, it's mad, it's mad. (laughs) But I can't see why a guy wouldn't take it, to be honest. Are you serious? <laughs> I can. I don't, do not see this catching on at all. No, but... Medically, as someone who's... I can... I do no, but, but what, no, but I'm saying what would be a man's logical reason for not doing it? Because the way it works, I think, is stopping, like, sperm production. And just, just from that being advertised in itself, for some men, they're going to be like, I'm not taking anything that stops my sperm production. What if mm. it doesn't work? What if it goes wrong? What if it stops my sperm production permanently? What if it gives me funky little weird shaped sperm? Like, <laughs> I can, can you see, I can see the podcast already. As, as, an, alpha, the podcast as already. an alpha male, you have to ask yourself, why, why would you possibly do anything that's going <laughs> to impact your sperm? I, you got to think about it. These women out here is having two big ideas, thinking they can have careers and thoughts and, and, and autonomy over <laughs> their own bodies. <laughs> Right. If, right. if, if God right. hadn't wanted us to be having babies, right. he wouldn't have said in the book of Leviticus, I think that's the first book in the Bible, right? Um, <laughs> that we should go forth and multiply. 
Right. Multiply. How we doing that? Multiply. It requires two X's. What is two X's? It's two lines. What is a line? The shape of a penis. A man. Like, like we gotta think about yeah. this, man. <laughs> uh, and just right. a quick word from our sponsors. Today we are sponsored by Viagra Light. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I bro. For, I don't know. I just think any man who wouldn't see it, I just think, I don't know. I honestly don't see it catching up. But yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, that's, that's the why thing it's is, opinion. I don't even care if it doesn't catch up, like, let it not catch up for other people. Me, I would, I'll take that morning and night. Can I say something that might be slightly problematic? Oh no, here we go. I think I might, at first, not want my man to take it. Yeah. Why? Is that from a medical, well, scientific, let's wait and see where it does long term. Yeah, food. I think. Okay. Oh no, that's fine. No, I don't think yeah, that's, that's, not, that's because, not problematic. No, that's not problematic. And people might say, "Well, the vaccine, blah blah blah." It's not the same as a vaccine. Medically, anyone who knows anything mm. about medicine knows that a drug and a vaccine are not the same things. But it's not. No, okay, but it's and not also even... do not work in the same way and do not have the same likelihood of side effects. So it's not that I will obviously trust the science. I will <laughs> trust the science, but I feel like because there's other ways of contraception that I know mm. I can use. I probably wait for a bit before I used the male contraception. But then the thing, same, I, I don't take, I personally haven't been on hormonal contraception before, like for women. Okay. Not because I think it's bad. And obviously I've prescribed it and I, like, I advocate people using it when they want to. But because I know for me, there's other options that I can use. You don't have and I'm someone first. who tends to be quite affected by hormonal changes. Then I've just chosen, I've not needed it, but when I, like, I've chosen not to use that. No, but that makes it okay. But what I would say, but not to get it, not to yeah. get into that whole conversation, but I do I understand why people were hesitant to take the vaccine at first, and then took it. That makes sense. Yeah, to me. exactly. Like, I, don't, I don't have a, I don't I don't have a problem with people saying wait and see. Yeah, not at all. Mm. That's that's fine. That makes sense. Mm, that and makes I think sense. I think same with the pill. I feel like this male pill. I feel like what will happen is at first there'll be a lot of hesitancy. When I say I don't see it catching on, I don't see it catching on in the next couple years i feel like it will take a while i think it'll take mm-hmm. longer than for it did for women because i think women were so desperate to have that autonomy over their body because of just because of like a baby yeah it, like we needed it yeah. so badly i want it um that we were and we have been prepared to take a lot of the risks that come with hormonal contraception like the side effects of hormonal contraception compared to this male pill are absolutely mad knowing how sexist the pharmaceutical industry is they probably put a touch of antidepressant and viagra in this male Contraceptive pill. It's probably going to make men safe, my G. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Happy as that. Like, you know what I mean. So, yeah. but I feel like women have bear the brunt of a lot of side, like a lot of side effects from hormonal contraception, and they are great when they are used in the right way. But I mean that I think men are going to be a lot more wary because I don't think they'll be prepared to take half or even a quarter of the side effects that women do. Sure, yeah. but then now, but my thing is now, men don't start complaining. Don't never complain again about getting entrapped with any of that stuff. If you That's can pop, if you can pop a pill and you can just make it all go away. I, I won't listen to your crying. Yeah, I think that, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's a big a stop. Because <laughs> I've definitely got friends and I'm a bit like, okay, well, like they've literally said, oh no, but she told me she was on the pill. That is so stupid. Like, and now you have a child and then, oh yeah, but she told me she was on the pill and now you have a second baby mom. Like it's really and truly just the question of, you now need to take responsibility for Rachel your side. Rachel held nothing back. She's like, I have friends <laughs> who have two baby moms. And they no, are but they know because I've actually told them off. Of the, yeah. But yeah. it's, yeah, it's one of those ones where it's just, I don't know. I think there are going to be some guys that'll be all for it. Because again, the whole entrapment thing. Mm-hmm. And um, like, I've yeah, I've heard too many stories of women actually generally 
intentionally entrapping guys. Um, I'm sure it happens, yeah. Yeah. No, a single Negro who I'd want to trap. <laughs> Apart from the man I already have. <laughs> Poor man. I'm sorry to, sorry to that man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, yeah, no, I think like Tunde's seen a lot of the struggle of just watching or yeah, just having to explore the different options. Like hormonal mm. ones. I remember there was one during the lockdown where I got like an implant in my arm and I was thinking, okay, let me just see what works for me. I had to, I remember having to pray privately for it to be removed because that's how badly I wanted it out. Mm. Um, and it was just effects on moods, things like that. Like, um, and it was only until later on that I actually properly read and I found a lot of the black women around me also had same experiences where it just didn't work for them. And I was like, mm. I wish I had checked this earlier when I was searching for implants. I should have checked implant effects on black women because a lot of the time it just comes up with the general information um so yeah so no i i'm an advocate for male contraception that works better than condoms and stuff because yeah it'll just be a more steady option i think yeah although it will those 2030 all male podcast alpha male podcasts are going to sound yeah. very different yeah. yeah man you know me i've been on the pill Ain't no <laughs> she tried to call me, she tried to hit my phone up. She was like, hey, I'm pregnant, it's yours. I, I told her straight up, yo, I've been taking my pill. <laughs> find that baby's daddy. Anyway, our, our sponsor for today is male contraceptive number seven. <laughs> now in a handy spray bottle. You know what I mean? Listen, they're going to make it super easy for us. But yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um well, no, that's it. Uh, I didn't even do all of the, you can find us on Instagram, all of that. But yes, add it in at the big, um, add it in. I know I'll slide it in. But yeah, again, you can find us on Instagram um, at Telson Plantation, Facebook at Telson Plantation, Twitter at Plantation Tells. It's TFTP underscore Nezzy. Keep my name out your mouth. TFTP. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> TFTP underscore Tunde. Um, and you can, you can hit us up. Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Um, and yeah, we will see you very soon. Laters. Peace.